Hey Champs, Michigan's Hang Time is presented by Lawrence Technological University. Visit ltuathletics.com and recruit yourself. Hang Time is also brought to you by the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. The Michigan Army National Guard, a proud partner of the MHSAA. The Detroit Athletic Club Foundation's Athlete of the Year Awards. Applications being accepted now through March 6, 2023 for the Male and Female High School Athletes of the Year. Check out previous winners and download the application today at DACAthleteoftheyear.com. And the Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan. Find out more at bcam.org. What's up, everybody? Welcome inside the State Champ Sports Network studios. It is time once again to re-kick off the hang time season here on State Champs. My name is Lauren Plant. Welcome to hang time. Scott Bernstein, TJ Kelly in the house, and they will be all season long. We're so excited to start talking about the season. We had kind of a preview show, but there's been a lot of basketball since the last time we met, and we're going to talk about some of the stuff that has taken place recently. But first off, this really is what high school basketball is all about. These are the moments that you live for. Kevin, roll the tape. That's what I'm talking about, 68-65, Canton beats Salem at the buzzer. That one from way Yeah, downtown. he is the OS, the operating system in the KLAA. One of the most underrated playmakers in Metro Detroit. He's headed to Lake Superior State. Omar Suleiman, congratulations. That was quite a highlight. I'll tell you what, Jim Reddy has quite a little bit of talent. And let's say this, not quite a little bit, but quite a lot of bit of talent in that front court. You talk about Dante Favors, Suleiman. They've got enough players where they can go out there and they can, let's say this, disrupt some things when it comes in the playoffs. And yeah, I think that they're going to be running the KLA. All right. Well, we've got a lot to talk about today and not a lot of time to do it. So let's get into it again. It's great to be back with everyone and you, the high school basketball fans here. Let's talk a little bit about the round ball classic. That's what we, uh, you know, were focused on during the holiday break. We covered over six games, some of the games that you can watch it again. When you want to see and revisit some of the clips and things that uh, we do here on State Champs, State Champs Instagram, IG is the best place to go. We've got clips of all those affairs, the games we covered, Port Huron Northern, Northern beat uh, Skyline 65-62, Brother Rice beat Grand Blank 56-45, it was Orchard Lake St. Mary's over Ferndale 54-39, and we had uh, Catholic Central beating E-Course 63-49. Those are the games uh, that we covered, and again, go to Instagram to check out those highlights, but your thoughts uh, on any or some of those games. Well, I'll let you know, we just saw Suleiman hit that yeah. game-winning jumper. Well, Tyler Jamison from Port Huron Northern did the same thing to beat Ann Arbor Skyline from the top of the key. Uh, beautiful play set up, throwing the ball from the baseline, three seconds on the clock, he knocks it down, and boom, there you go, that's, that's the game. But again, that's what high school basketball is about. And then you also look at some of the other games that went, went into this uh, 
Warren De La Salle beating, uh, or excuse me, uh, Grand Rapids Catholic Central beating Warren De La Salle. That was maybe kind of unexpected, uh, saying that Grand Rapids Catholic Central Central started the season off 0-3, but then really came through. Yeah, K.K. Brown, Brown, baby. I mean, that's prime time. Yes, yes, and and he was very dominant, the right state uh, commit. And you you look at the round ball over four days, we had 28 games, uh, phenomenal with, I mean, from beginning to end. And uh, I would say that it was been one of the best round balls, perhaps since 2012, when we had uh, Derek Walton uh, versus James Young and all those other, you have Kate Felder, tons of NBA players that were in that event. And so Josh Jackson. And so you look at some of, some of that stuff and I, I was really surprised um, that there were games were really tight and uh, you know, I, I drew up the schedule. So yeah, who's one of the, uh, people that's been putting this on for the last decade plus and I mean I remember when this event started I was in high school I believe I was either a junior or senior so it, it goes back quite a ways uh, back into the 90s and it's just kept on getting better and they've kept on pushing the envelope better games better matchup better players and we are where we are today when that is I, I wouldn't just say the premier holiday basketball event in Michigan. I think you could say it's the premier holiday showcase event in the entire Midwest. All right. Well, again, um, shout out to you. And uh, we've got some more invitations and showcases coming up. So those are always uh, super exciting. Let's move on to a big game that took place last Friday uh, that we featured here on State Champs. And Warren De La Salle went into Brother Rice, uh, beat them 38 to 34. The sophomore guard, Phoenix Glasnor, 16 to lead all scorers. Uh, as far as offensively, is he the best sophomore in the state? His, I don't know. His coach thinks he's, so. He's one, he's one of them. Offensively. He's one of them. I'm not sure that he's number one even in the Catholic League because right, we, have, we, we have got Trey McKinney, McKinney at yeah. Orchard Lake St. Mary's. And then, for my money, yeah. pound for pound, is the best player in the whole state, regardless of class. And I'll tell you what, I'm going to bring up something right there. That sophomore class, we've got 2025 class. Yeah, it's amazing. You bring up Trey McKinney. Darius Acuff, Cheeks, yeah, over at Cast Tech, put on a show in the Motor City Round Ball Classic. He's been phenomenal. He was phenomenal in, uh, I think, uh, Grand Rapids um, this past weekend, Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's the Carmody Classic, I believe that's what it's called. Uh, but yes, uh, we've got a lot of talent, and I love it when you can say, hey, Cheeks is the best. You can say that McKinney is the best. You can say that Glasner is the best because it only brings up the parody. And we talk about, I just went back to the 2013 class by bringing up some of those guys. Yeah, yeah. And you look at that class and you're like, all right, you can't go wrong. You can say six, five, six guys are number one. And I think that that's what, one other thing that makes high school basketball. What are your thoughts on the defending state champs if you, if on you De La Salle? If you go to the game within the game uh, with that brother Rice De La Salle game, uh, Rice had difficulty when De La Salle rolled out their big lineup. When they played Salaka with, um, I'm blanking on the on the junior's name. Uh, I got you right here. Uh, 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 it's all right, Nemeka, keep going. Uh, Neme- I think it's Nemeka. Okay. So Nemeka and Salaka uh, in the middle gave that, uh, that it's a big lineup at Brother Rice. They're all, you know, over, you know, between 6'3 and 6'5, but they don't have anybody that's 6'7, 6'8, like those two bigs at, at De La Salle. And they did a good job of neutralizing that big three with, with uh, Brother Rice, Blackwell, Williams, Thomas. Uh, but I love this sophomore class for De La Salle, besides just Phoenix Glasner, who, by the way, I've nicknamed Hot Chocolate. Because he's so sweet, he's so smooth, uh, and he does it both on the hardwood and the gridiron. He's a, a, a integral part of the uh, of that deal. Heck of a baseball player too. Team. Yeah, three sports star. Um, but they got Armani Portis, they got Braden Holder, 
Uh, they have a really good sophomore class. Holder's brother, Lyndon Holder, was uh, a point guard a handful of years ago. And Braden's shooting, I think Braden's shooting like 45% uh, from three-point range right now. Portis, I think he's got like two turnovers the whole season. So Glasner's getting the headlines, but don't sleep on those other sophomores in, in, in that, uh, uh, on that Dallas L lineup. True that. Yeah, well, there you go. Um, as we move into what's taking place this week, obviously we record on Wednesdays, so I know the show airs Friday. We record on Wednesdays. Tuesday had some good games, some stuff that you can watch on the State Champs. Uh, Instagram and Twitter's got some of the stuff, as, as well as some of our other platforms. Uh, number 18, Flint Beach, and we'll talk about rankings here. That's coming up in just a little bit. So when you hear these numbers, that is our first state rankings that were put out. And just so you know, and I'll, I'll reiterate this later in the show, State Champs is celebrating 20 years as an organization. And so we do our Super 20s. Those are our rankings this year. Everything is a top 20. So we did it in football, doing it now here in basketball. Number 18 Flint Beecher beat number 19 Flint Hamity 80 to 71 on Tuesday. East Kentwood over Rockford 53 to 51. Shout out Mike Thomas. There you go. What, what a steal. Yeah. What a steal they've got on the bench bringing him over from Graham Blank and they've got some nice uh, players on the perimeter. Um, uh, uh, Jamel Hatchett and uh, uh, I think it's Martavius Flakes, Frosty Flakes. So okay. looking good. <laughs> yeah, well, let's, let's not forget about... And Dearborn about, beat Fortson in overtime, 65-63. Yep. You go ahead. Well, let's not forget about Humphrey Rembert, who yep. just came back from uh, Lalamure in Indiana, went to prep school after spending his first year in Michigan, mm. and now he's at, at East Kentwood. And talk about a 6'8 junior yep. uh, from part of that 2024 class, which we've talked about in, in let's say, this last year previously. And... Yeah, yeah. The the future is very bright for Michigan basketball. TJ for Dearborn mentioned uh, a sophomore they got Israel Anthony. Israel Anthony, yes. Uh, talk about he looks like he should be a football player, mm. but he comes from basketball basketball lineage. Okay. His grandfather played uh, with Campy Russell, Pontiac Central back in the day. I'm sure Tom. Ralph Grubb. I'm, I'm sure that I'm sure that Tom Negotian was around there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's one of those things where it's such a small basketball community yeah. where you see things tied together. But Israel Anthony. Talk about an athlete, as long as he keeps on improving his guard skills, he's a guy from that 2025 class that we should be adding to the list pretty soon. You mentioned something I just want to get your quick thoughts on before we move on, and that is we saw a mass exodus to prep schools just a few years ago where it seemed like that was the avenue that players needed to go or they felt they needed to mm -hmm. go to get, to get the exposure uh, and maybe the competition that they wanted. You said this player came back from uh, Lama. Are we seeing more of that? Like, number one, are players not as quick to head to the prep schools? And are we starting to see some migration back? I'm not going to say that it's necessarily a fad. Um, but, yeah, there, there's an allure of, like, the, the shiny things and, oh, wow, we can be on TV and you can do this. Yeah, yes. there, there, there's some beautiful things that come along with that. But we've had Chuck Bailey that's just returned. Yeah. He's at Hamtramck, just committed just to Evansville. Just committed Evansville. to Evansville, uh, CB3. Like um, but, yeah, there, there are quite a few guys that, that – Let's say this. Like the grass Jackson is not always green around the other side. It's not always greener on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. When we have tons of great coaches. DJ Foster. You were Ham saying Travis. about Josh Jackson. He, yes, and yeah, but yeah, he goes to prep school. Yeah. But you're talking about Miles Bridges, the same thing. Yeah. But those are elite players. You know, those guys played in the NBA. They were destined for the NBA right. since they were 15, 16 years old. Right. And I think that that's a big difference. And not saying that, you know, I'm not trying to crash anybody's dreams or anything like that. But you talk about, you know, you come back and play for Mike Thomas. You know, he's developed guys since Kalamazoo Central days. Right. You talk about Devin Oliver. You're talking about uh, Doug Anderson. Right. You know, hey, I just wish there was 
If, if we had high life social, social media, media back when Doug, Doug Anderson, Anderson was around. Yeah, I know. That guy was the best dunker I've the ever best seen. Dunk, the best in-game dunker. And even when he won the college basketball dunk contest, yeah. they went and asked him. And he was like, yeah, those are my in-game dunks. I've yeah. never seen anybody make all of their dunks during a dunk contest. Yeah. And he did it in about 45 seconds. Effortless. Effortless. Let me make, Effortless. One, let me make one comment, uh, I think, as an anecdote about a cautionary tale. You know, Chuck Bailey, uh, CB3, came back uh, recently. He's at Hamtramck, but he had went the prep school route. He had gone to Kanye West's prep school, Donda Academy, in California, and that imploded. We don't have to get into the Kanye West controversy, but when Kanye West's career imploded, his prep school imploded. So th this was in October. Right. So you, these guys had been in school for two months, and then all of a sudden, everybody on that basketball team has to find a place to play this yeah, season. So, so it's home. not, well, but what I'm saying is that these prep schools, uh, sometimes a lot of it's smoke and mirrors. Yeah. And you gotta be careful where you're going. I mean, the La Luz and the Oak Hills and the uh, IMGs are, and the Mount Verdes, those are, you know. Uh, established. Established, but yeah, when you start, you know, some of these pop-up schools, I mean, who knows what's gonna happen. And luckily for, for Bailey, he was able to come back and get a slot uh, at Hamtramck and, he, and he's, he's playing gangbusters right now. All right, well, thank you for that. You know, uh, one of the partners that uh, we are very proud to have again is the Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan, BCAM as it's called. Uh, one of the largest, if not the largest and greatest organizations as far as uh, a basketball coaches association in the country. So what we do each and every week is we get a chance to uh, sit down and have a chalk talk with one of the coaches here in the great state of Michigan and I had an opportunity to talk to uh, Benton Harbor's coach Corey Sterling and that was this week's Chalk Talk. Here's a little bit from that conversation. Okay let's get into this week's Chalk Talk sponsored by our friends with BCAM otherwise known as the Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan. My name is Lauren Plant and of course joining us today the head basketball coach at Benton Harbor Corey Sterling. Coach thanks for taking a few minutes to chat with us. Hey, always a blessing, man. Thanks for having me. All right, absolutely. And um, it's always great when we get a chance to talk a little West Side basketball. And first off, I know that Benton Harbor basketball specifically is near and dear to your heart in more ways than one. You played for a pair of Tigers teams that advanced to the state finals, I believe 1992 and 93 were the years. Yep. And both times you were not able to get past Detroit Pershing. Is that correct? Right. Okay. So for, those, so for those watching who always love hearing about the battles that took place back in the day and, uh, and those who were like, yeah, I remember that. What were the strengths of your team, uh, the Benton Harbor squad, and what were you up against each year versus the Pershing Doughboys? Yeah, well, with Pershing, you had almost four or five Division One players. You right. know, Carlos Williams, you know, Ty Bergen. Willie Mitchell, uh, us Ben Harbor, you know, we was class A then. So that was before all the charter schools and the school of choice came in. So we was loaded too. Uh, me, I was one of the young bucks on the team. I was a sophomore, but I enjoyed the experience. You know, once they graduated, I became all state the following year. But just being on that ride, you know, I learned a lot about just how to win, you know, in game time situations. And you know, just to warm up on the palace floor, you know, I think Arbor Hill oh, yeah. had just opened up. Yeah. You know, that was, you know, it was just the ultimate feeling. So once we did win the state championship in 2018 with Scooby Johnson, yeah, everybody was really emotional because it just, um, it was a full circle for everybody. 
Yeah. And at the time, what what do you remember it meaning? Because it had to be so meaningful for the community. They had to be supporting you guys so much, uh, and they were just so ecstatic to ha- have a winner and have a team that they could be so proud about, uh, so, so proud Absolutely. to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, Ben Harbor, a basketball town. So uh, come playoff, everybody ready to ride and get on the highway. You know, that's yeah. why, you know, uh, guys been very successful. I've been successful in the playoffs, but yeah. it means a lot because, again, dealing with, again, just uh, poverty, you know, a lot of issues here in the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when it came down to March and March Madness, you know, uh, we pretty much almost felt our, our total side of the Arvin Hills, the Palace that year and the year before. I think it was at Arbor Hills too, you know. Yeah, but, it was. Uh, to, to lose by three, I think Corey Childs missed the game winning shot. Well, to tie it, you know, uh, we still was very proud yeah. of just the residents, and then we do it for the city too. So Ben Harbor is just booming basketball. Absolutely, absolutely. You were all state yourself. Tell me about your journey after high school. Uh, did you get a chance to play at the next level? And yeah. also, um, well, let let me ask you that first. Yep. So. Graduated in 1995. I went to a junior college, Kalamazoo Valley, for two years, played for Dick Schiltz. I was All-State, All-American. We won the state championship and then went off to University of Wisconsin Parkside, which is a D2. Uh, They're actually in the GLIAC right now. Okay. And I had a great two years there. Graduated with my degree in 1999. And I've been back at my hometown, giving back to the community ever since. So yeah. I've been coaching almost uh, 15 years now here. Yeah. So, oh, so was uh, did you have other opportunities, or were you always uh, convinced you were going to come back to Benton Harbor? Yeah, I was always convinced, just because my mom and dad was recreation directors, so they always okay. gave back as us growing up, and I always wanted to model what they did for kids and took kids in and just helped them out. You know, they made boys and took men. So, you know, I always wanted to come back and just lead, either give kids summer jobs and also coach. So that's what I've been doing for the last 20 years. Yeah, and you mentioned it. Uh, what was it like for you personally uh, to finally win that state title for the community in 2018? Yeah, I still say that was one of the best days of my life, you know, just yeah. to win it the way we won it against oh, a good Capital Central team, you know, came down to a game winning shot. I know. You know it was very just, uh, you know, it was just emotional. You know, still to this day, we would pop in the tape and just watch it sometimes just because. But, you know, that was very special for the city of Ben Harbor, the residents, and it kind of turned some things around down here, too. Yeah, I mean, we talked about a lot. I remember that as some one of the greatest experiences we had just as state champs. State champs are celebrating 20 years this year. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, that was um, uh, that was one of those things you know, we would say you had to be there. You had to be yep. there to feel Absolutely. the energy of that. Now, yeah. it was special. You know, state champs, the show, always been a part of the show. Uh, real good friends with uh, TJ or whatever. So yep. we came up there in the facility when Scooby Wine missed the basketball, too. Uh, so, you know, you, I'm glad. I, I love what you guys doing for uh, yeah. Prep Hoops. Yeah. And, you know, that was wild because that was pandemic time, right? And, right. Uh, right. yeah, we it was one of those yeah. things. It just happened. And so, you know, yeah, this little inside baseball for you guys. So, you know, Mick McCabe, they needed a place that they were going to be able to hand out the Mr. Basketball Award. So, right. you know, everything right. was shut down. And we're like, well, let's just kind of, you know, uh, yeah. quietly and make our way into the studio. And, and, I know. And, make and we made it happen. It was bittersweet, too, because 2020, we was projected to win another state championship. And 
everything was shut down. So I actually could have had two rings. We could have had two state championships, but hey, the pandemic just shut down everything, so we couldn't get it back. I know years from now, you know, I was uh, so devastated because we were getting into district championships. That's when it got mm -hmm. shut down. And, uh, in fact, I was getting ready to go cover uh, Ann Arbor Huron, who was taking on Ypsilanti Lincoln. And right. uh, there was a lot of talk that, uh, uh, you know, that they weren't going to – Lincoln wasn't going to be able to get by Huron. So uh, we, it was going to be a really good game. And I know that, yeah, there were so many great teams, especially in Division II Class B yeah. that year. Uh, it All was right. going to be, you know, River Rouge was on top of the world too. Yeah. And, and you guys and so many others. And it was really going to be an interesting way. But it is what it is. Let's talk – Talk yep, briefly yeah. about the 2022-2023 version of okay. the Pirates. You guys got to the state quarterfinals a year ago, uh, and mm -hmm. I think it was Grand Rapids Catholic Central again, the nef yep. nemesis stepping up. But you right. always go back and forth <laughs> with those guys. Such a great program, too. How has the season gone thus far? And I'd like to hear about some of the playmakers, you know, for your team this season. Absolutely, yep. So we got a Division One player, uh, Grant Gondrzyk. He's been leading us this year. You know, he's we put him in a leadership role this year. He always been a natural scorer, but the last three games he had 30, 32, and then last night he had 33 points. So definitely a Mr. Basketball candidate. You know, he will play Division One basketball. Uh, we got Mateo Hobbs. We got a transfer from Atlanta, 6'6", six, six kid named Brian Gillespie. Mm. He's been getting averaging a double-double for us lately, too. So uh, the guys have been scrapping. Uh, they playing hard. Uh, we 5-1 so far. Got a big game against North Farberton this Saturday. So we're looking forward mm. to just, you know, clicking on all cylinders going into the playoffs. But we want to play a tough schedule, you know, being a small school. Our enrollment down to 400 now. But mm. we continue on to play some of the heavyweights. Yeah, no doubt, and I think that's important. You see that works uh, come playoff time uh, because of how, how much of a gauntlet it is if you want to make a run right. to the state finals, no question about it. Uh, and how has the, the 22 games helped you? Is it, has it been able for you to schedule some more competitive opponents? Absolutely. Yeah, because this is our first year back in the conference. We haven't been in a conference maybe like 15 years. So oh, now okay. we're in the Lakeland Conference, so that was eight games. So it was easy for me to pick up two more games we usually in a lot of classics because being on the west side, we don't have a lot of media coverage. Right. So we constantly in Grand Rapids at showcases. Uh, we go to uh, uh, Muskegon, just a lot of showcases trying to, you know, expose the program and the players. So, yep, the 22 games was perfect. I love that adjustment. Yeah. All right. Got one more for you. You were recently a coach of the week for BCAM. They sponsored this particular segment. Great organization. One of the largest in the country. Uh, and we're always trying to increase membership for BCAM and ensure that coaches know they have a place uh, here no matter what level uh, you are at. And um, there's so many benefits. Can you talk briefly about what you value the most in being a member? Yeah, I value BCAM. I value coaches. I mean, again, this profession is not easy. Right. You know, that's why we always look out for one another. But being a part of BCAM, being able to vote for Mr. Basketball, Every time we go to camp, they take care of us. You know, it's a great organization. You know, it's almost like a membership. It's a big family. Yeah. So I appreciate BCAM for, you know, selecting me Coach of the Week and, yeah. you know, all the accolades you guys give me. If we win Friday game, that'll be my 200 win. So we're looking forward to Friday uh, to get the big, uh, another milestone in my career. 
All right. Well, that's awesome. You know, I'm sure. The, is this a home game? Yep, home game against okay. Niles Brandywine. Okay. All right. Well, good luck uh, out there. Um, you know, whether it happens on Friday, it's going to happen. We know that. So, right. congratulations on, on yeah, it yeah. 200. So, uh, that is a, a huge milestone. And uh, again, we always love covering Benton Harbor and always look forward to. Uh, seeing them compete. For more information on the Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan, if you want to nominate a Coach of the Week, uh, you can go to bcam.org. Uh, coach Sterling, thank you so much for chatting with us. Good luck this season. Hey, man. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate you guys. All right. Take care. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much, Coach Sterling, for joining us. That was a great conversation. And, you know, this is a guy who is loyal, Benton Harbor, through and through. Played there. We talked a little bit about uh, the opportunity that uh, he had when he helped uh, be a part of Benton Harbor's uh, trip to the finals in 1992 and 1993. Unfortunately, he couldn't get over the hump of Detroit Pershing uh, in those ones, but he was an all—he was a youngster on those teams, but uh, an All-Stater himself, 95 uh, uh, graduate, and then uh, of course went on to play some college basketball. He is getting set to celebrate his 200th win on Friday as head coach at Benton Harbor. So what are your thoughts about Coach Sterling and what he's been able to do at Benton Harbor? The state champion. Yeah. You know, I met the shot her roll around, her around the world. Yeah, Scooby. Mr. Basketball. Yeah, Scooby, Scooby Johnson. You know, hitting that three over an outstretched arm of Marcus Bingham. Yeah. You know, and I think right there, that was what their first championship since 1955. I think they were. Chat the jet. <laughs> yes, yeah, and such. So, so yes, and they've had a lot of success. You talk about Wilson Chandler winning Mr. Basketball, had an extensive NBA career. He's got his own event that's going on in uh, in Benton Harbor mid February. I think February 12th or something like that. But yeah, it's uh, let's say this the day before the Super Bowl. Uh, but yes, it, but if anybody's got their calendar ready. Uh, but yes, uh, but yeah, uh, Corey Sterling dedicated uh, to the Tigers, to Benton Harbor. And you talk about one of the smaller cities, uh, you know, let's say this, you can say like Saginaw, you can say Flint, you can say Detroit, you can say Benton Harbor, Lansing. But yes, people in Benton Harbor truly love those games. And I tell you what, if you ever have the opportunity to go to Benton Harbor, the atmosphere is fantastic. It's, it's unbeatable. I would say this, when Benton Harbor plays Stevensville Lakeshore, that's going to be a, a can't-miss game. Not only is Grant Gondrzejk a Division One player, but then you look at super sophomore J.J. Frakas, who's playing for Lakeshore, and he is another player to watch. We talked about, you know, before the show about all the sophomores, or even in this show, yeah. talked about all the sophomores in this state. But J.J. Frakas is definitely one to watch on the west side. So if you're ever going on the Chicago trip or something like that and you're in southwest Michigan, got to make, got to stop over and see Stevensville Lakeshore as well as Benton Harbor. Yeah, whatever college nails uh, Grant Gondrzak's uh, commitment down, they're going to get themselves a real steel diamond in the rough. Uh, his dad played in the NBA, uh, played for Tarkanian at UNLV. Obviously, his sisters were were all-time great girls basketball players on the west side of the state, maybe even you know in the history of the mitten. So, uh, great bloodline. He's doing it under the radar, unlike his sisters that got a lot of headlines. Right. But Grant Gondrzak is just as much of a primetime playmaker as anyone in the state. Yeah, you know, one of the we kind of wrapped the conversation. We were talking a little bit about uh, the year 2020 and what could have been. He felt that Scooby's senior year, that team had a real good shot at possibly winning a state championship. 
and uh, there was so much great competition that season. We were only in the district finals when we shut down. Because I, what of about the Isaiah pandemic. Jackson, who's uh, in the NBA now, killing it right now? He came back from a prep school I know. and didn't get to finish his senior yeah. year because of COVID. I know, and that was Imani Bates' sophomore year. They yeah. were trying to see if they could repeat. They had a big battle against Ann Arbor Huron in the district finals. I mentioned that, and who knows, Huron was on fire at that moment because they had just beaten Ypsilanti Lincoln uh, to yep. end the regular season. So, anyway, uh, that was a fun conversation. We thank Coach. Uh, Sterling for being a part of that. So thank you very much. All right, we are going to move. Oh, and by the way, uh, it's a home game this Friday against Niles Brandywine. So those of you who support Benton Harbor and uh, you didn't know that he's playing for win number 200, this would be a great opportunity to go watch that game and support support coach and all that he has done there. So let's move into our coverage of our first top 20 rankings of the season. TJ Kelly has put those out. You can find them right now at statechampsnetwork.com. Just click on rankings and you'll see that, uh, again, in honor of State Champs 20th anniversary, we're doing top 20s across the board this season. And uh, we've got a number one, and that is Muskegon. The Big Reds, undefeated. Uh, watching some of the, their victories about how they beat Rockford. Um, they've got, let's say this, uh, I think they play, or they played Grand Haven uh, coming up. Uh, but yeah, Harrison Sorrell is another player to watch um, from Grand Haven as well. But I'm gonna stick to the topic, and that's Muskegon. Talk about going for win number 400, he just got his 400th win. Talk about milestone wins, and that's Keith Guy. Uh, again, another state champion. Uh, but yes, he is brought on a lot of success. Muskegon has two of the top guards in the state. And when you talk about why they're number one. High school basketball is built around strong guard play. And when you get Especially talking about- great point guard. Yes, and they've got two of the best, Anthony Sidner, and then you also have Jordan Briggs. Jordan Briggs is headed to Wayne State. Sidner's headed to Ferris State, uh, where his dad also played, where Keith Yai also played. Uh, but yes, it's, it's it, they've got the momentum. They're gonna be in Detroit playing uh, at Horatio Williams Freedom Games, which are at Ferndale High School this Saturday. Um, so that is definitely much watched basketball. And then if you even want to move on to number two, Detroit Cast Tech is also playing there. We've mentioned Cheeks Acuff. He's coming into his own. You're talking about a point guard who's six foot three, athletic, can really get a lot of stuff done. Steve Hall, another state champion, three-time state champion, yeah. uh, also got, PSL they, champion as well. Yeah, and they've got depth stuff coming they, up in the, yep. in the tournament so yes, or yep, in the, in yep. the showcase. So that's going to be interesting. I'll, I'll, in fact, I'll give you real quick our top ten just so everybody can hear it right off the bat. Muskegon number one, Cast Tech number two, Detroit Loyola number three. Uh, North Farmington, four, De La Salle, five, Rice, six, Grand Blank, seven, Warren, Michigan, Collegiate, who's five and one, they're eight, uh, Orchard Lake, St. Mary's at nine, and U of D, Jesuit at number 10. Dylan Grant is another guy, he's at Michigan Collegiate, you know, he could be a prep school guy, but let's say this, hopefully he doesn't leave, but you're talking about six foot eight, let's, let's move on to like the Justin Tillman, the Isaiah Jackson, able to defend the rim, score around the basket, but I think that he's a better shooter than Isaiah Jackson and Justin Tillman. Uh, and as far as long as he keeps on developing, he's one of those players that you have to watch. That's why Michigan Collegian is, is a factor this year. I mean, they, they took out Orchard Lake St. Mary's, the defending Catholic League champions, and you know they're, they're a, a, a really, really good basketball team. James Scott is doing a great job as, a, as far as the head coach. I tell you what, when I did my rankings, I was like, all right, number one, Muskegon, Cast Tech, going with them at number two. Loyola, I'll tell you what, if they play any of the teams in the Catholic League Central, I'm talking about Orchard Lake St. Mary's, Brother Rice, Catholic Central, University of Detroit Jesuit, or Orlanch, Orchard Lake St. Mary's, 
None of those teams want to, if they were to play three games, I guarantee that Loyola is going to win one game. And they might win two. And they are my number one team in Division Three. Uh, Dennis Moore is doing a fantastic job. I brought up fantastic guard play, which you have to have if you're going to be one of the top teams. And that's also what the Bulldogs have there. And you're talking about the Martin, um, they're not brothers, but Deshaun Martin and Ryan Martin. Ryan Martin's good for 20 every game. And then you got uh, Jotham Nowicki, who's also one of those holding it down in the middle, uh, underrated player in my opinion. And then you also have Amari Stevens. And you have their backcourt four-year starters. And so you talk about all the talent, the depth, they've been there. And we talked about them last month when they kind of got railroaded out of the playoffs last year. Otherwise, I think that they might have been at the Breslin. Yeah. TJ puts a lot of works into the, work into these rankings, uh, so you know that it's coming from an educated area. This man sees more hoops than probably anyone. So, again, these are super 20s. So this is what we feel are the top 20 in the state right now. You can go check it out at statechampsnetwork.com. Just click on Ranking T, update, updates it weekly. So we'll get the updated rankings on Mondays, and I have a feeling that this is going to be one of those seasons where we're seeing a lot of change. Yeah, the same thing we did last year. You know, I'm at the Catholic League. It's almost like one of those things you flip a coin and you talk about even the games that we saw uh, Tuesday night where you had what Orchard Lake St. Mary's beating De La Salle you have De La Salle beating Brother Rice right. the week before you have uh, University of Detroit Jesuit uh, taking Orchard Lake St. Mary's to overtime which was a weird game in a game that got it, stopped on Friday night yeah. it had to be continued on Saturday Saturday morning. Saturday morning Saturday like 10 30 11 o'clock you know it was just and it like, went into overtime that was, yeah. that was the smallest crowd that I've seen yeah. in Orchard Lake St. Mary's since you know, I'm trying to think like I'm like the 20th century, maybe. You know, right. but yeah, it's, it's pre-Porit. It, it's, it's in a, between Bob Shoemaker and yep. Port. It's a, it's a, it's been a lot of fun to watch, and again, that's what yeah. high school basketball is about. No doubt about it. And we appreciate you guys being here as we wrap up the show. We just want to talk a little bit about something which you can go out and check out. You want to see some high school basketball uh, key games coming up this weekend, Scott? I know Lakeland yeah, and Milford uh, and I'm, Bluefield Hills and Lake Orange. Yeah, I'm going right? to jump around to a couple a couple leagues go real ahead. quick. Uh, out of the LVC, Milford is the class of that uh, league right now, even though they took their first uh, conference loss a couple days ago. Uh, they started out of the gate 7-0. Sam Lewis, you know, pound for pound, one of the best players in Metro Detroit, 6-5. He's headed, I'm sure at some point, he'll, he'll, he'll land at a GLIAC. That's how good he is. He's going up against uh, the Lakeland Eagles, and they have a, a really, really good Division II player, too, and Andrew Turnquist. So that should be an interesting matchup. Uh, at Milford, also look for uh, Luke Jacklick at point guard and Anthony Hutter, who's a, a fast-rising big. Uh, moving over to the OAA, Bloomfield Hills, another one of these sleeper specials. Noah Adamzak is a senior that could sneak his way into the Mr. Basketball talk. He's averaging over 30 a game right now, just explosive. Uh, reminds me a little bit of what Spencer Littleson did at Rochester Adams uh, at some point eight, nine years ago where he wasn't really in the conversation for Mr. Basketball but played so well in the first half of the year that he pushed his way into, into a finalist spot. So look for Noah Adamzak uh, and, and that Bloomfield Hill squad. They're playing Lake Orion. Jose Andrade has stabilized that program. DJ Morrow is a guy to look for. And then I just want to finish off in the Catholic League. Orchard Lake St. Mary's is showing a lot, a lot of resolve, a lot of uh, overcoming obstacles to keep their eye on the prize. The two sophomores that we talked about in our first episode that got 
cleared by the courts to play are now ineligible according to the MHSAA and the court, uh, the, the fight for their eligibility is gonna go back into the court system. Um, so we should see what happens with that. They played in the round ball classic, um, I believe on the 26th and then on the 27th, they were ruled ineligible, uh, Zip Hines and, and Jaden Savory. But St. Mary's has not let that deter them at all. They're playing great basketball right now, coming off of back-to-back -back wins in the Catholic League over uh, De La Salle and uh, U of D. Trey McKinney, you know, best player in the state, as I, I've been touting, 37 points in that um, Jesuit game. They're playing Graham Blank in the, uh, in the Ferndale uh, Showcase this Saturday. Should be a great one. I'll tell you what, let's not sleep on Sherrod Barnes. And when you, and this is one of the things. Another sophomore at St. Mary's. Another sophomore at St. Mary's, yes. One of the things that I love seeing, one of the things that college coaches love seeing, is kids that play with energy, kids that defend, and kids that are great teammates. If you have those three qualities, you're pretty much going to work your way into their system. You're going to make be making visits. And so it's not all about points. If you look about things that don't show up in the stat sheet, that's Sherrod Barnes. I know that Trey McKinney gets a lot of the limelight, which he definitely is deserving of. But you look at Sherrod Barnes, and I know the college coaches, I've talked with them, I talk with them all the time, but they are they love his energy. They love he's what he great, brings to the He's got table. a great basketball IQ and great he's basketball and he's IQ. And he's, for a guard. I mean, yeah, he's been around yeah. basketball his entire life. I mean, his older brother wound up playing at Ann Arbor Huron. You know, his dad is always around. Uh, you talk about Waleed Samaha has been there, uh, who is Prep school, yeah. <laughs> Legacy prep, which is going to start next year in in the. We'll Arbor have our area. own prep school. We'll yeah, have our own prep school. But yes, Sherrod Barnes is one of those guys as a sophomore who probably we should probably we'll, we'll start talking about him a little bit more. But yeah, shout out, shout out to another, Bugsy Smith, yeah. uh, Smythe, Bugsy Smythe, yep. at St. Mary's, the brother of Will Smythe, one of the best shooters the MHSA has ever seen. Yep. His brother is following his footsteps. Over the holiday, he had a seven. Uh, triple game, so they call him Bugsy. Daniel Smythe, they call him Bugsy, and uh, really like what I'm seeing him from the perimeter. Just a few seconds left. What you're looking forward to most this weekend, um, games-wise? Let's say this. The Martin Luther King weekend always brings up a, a ton of basketball. You have basketball at Ottawa Hills. You have basketball at Madison Heights. Uh, Madison Heights, Bishop Foley. Of course, we brought up uh, Horatio's event at Ferndale High School. I think that one was in the West games, Bloomfield's got an event at 11 on Monday. At, uh, yep, West Bloomfield has an event. Uh, but yeah, a phenomenal. I mean, there's basketball all around the state. I think even uh, I think Traverse City or Cadillac, they have their showcase this weekend. Um, so yeah, it's, it's it's all over the place. I think that I'm gonna be here Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm gonna go down to Dayton, watch Fly Into the Hoop, uh, which is a phenomenal event. You got national talent all around the world. Oh, not all around the world, but obviously just nationally. Yeah, but hopefully see some of our state champs brethren who are also covering Ohio uh, down at the, at the flying of the hoop. But yeah, the guys down there, they do a phenomenal job. If you ever have the chance, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, head down to Dayton. What, uh, depending on where you are, it's what three hours south of the border. So if you're in Monroe, hey, might as well as a day trip. If you're in Cadillac, maybe a weekend trip. We're going to have some of that Toledo talent into the Catholic League next year, right? That's right. They're playing, are they playing basketball or is it just football? No, basketball. So we're going to have, baseball, we're gonna have like yeah. a half dozen uh, Toledo teams. So we'll, we'll have that Ohio flavor into the mitten before you even know it. So that, those, that would be like uh, Toledo St. John's, um, Toledo DeSales, yeah. uh, Toledo Central Catholic. Uh, and they, uh, I'll yep, yep, and all do a phenomenal job, um, and I think that it's only going to add to 
what we have here in Michigan. And I'd like to say this, like Toledo is like one of those things where, you know, one of those cities where it's stuck in the corner of Ohio and they don't get as nearly as much praise. It's more of a suburb of Detroit they, than it is of Cleveland. Without a doubt. That's why I see all the Lions fans wearing their Lions gear down there. Yeah. Even Michigan fans in Ohio. Can yeah. you believe it? A lot of them. Like University of Michigan yes, fans. I know. It's unbelievable. This is how the conversation goes. We go off on tangents. Uh, But, yes, a lot of basketball to check out this weekend. We encourage you to do that. Scott, TJ, of course, always appreciate you being here. Check out the rankings. And if you want to watch the full interviews that I do with the coaches, uh, you can watch Corey Sterling's interview uh, on YouTube. We've got it on Facebook uh, and also at the website, statechampsnetwork.com. You can watch the full interview. It was a really good conversation. He is a great guy, and we'll be doing that each and every week. So, gentlemen, thank you. We'll talk to you next week right here on Hang Time. State Champs, Michigan's Hang Time is presented by Lawrence Technological University. Visit ltuathletics.com and recruit yourself. Hang Time is also brought to you by the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. The Michigan Army National Guard, a proud partner of the MHSAA. The Detroit Athletic Club Foundation's Athlete of the Year Awards. Applications being accepted now through March 6, 2023 for the male and female high school athletes of the year. Check out previous winners and download the application today at DACAthleteoftheyear.com. And the Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan. Find out more at bcam.org.